Good afternoon. The time here in England is one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, this is pretty much the first time I've spoken out loud in about 16 hours. Let you know now this is not Scraps and Schools, this is not a, a normal I Love Faces podcast. I certainly don't have a script or any notes to work off. Um, I'm not going to be editing, I'm not going to be monitoring downloads and stuff like that. Wherever I do decide to put it out, I might well delete this after I'm done. I, under the recommendation of my wife, have just decided to use this mic here in my bedroom and uh, the computer in front of me to get some stuff off my chest and use and abuse you guys as a kind of therapy because I want to talk about yesterday's news about Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other poor people who lost their lives in a helicopter accident. I realise, like I said on Twitter last night, that this is not a basketball podcast. Uh, You do not subscribe or download or follow me on Twitter to hear about basketball. So if it's not your thing, absolutely fair play. Just don't listen if you have differing opinions. That's absolutely fine as well. Everyone's entitled to that. I very much appreciate people who have replied to my tweets already, messages of support, and I'm sorry I can't really stand to uh, reply to you one-on-one just yet. It's very appreciated, though. Similarly to those people who do have the differing opinions, I'm appreciative that you haven't stayed off my tweets and stuff and just let me grieve. Um Like I said, I have a script. I'm probably not going to have much of a point. I'm going to be very coherent. Um, I don't think I will cry again. I've been crying quite a lot. I think I'm cried out now. I can't promise anything. If I do, I apologise. It was about 8 o'clock last night. Um, I had actually been playing basketball about an hour before. I was wearing some Kobe's. I'm not good with shoes. I don't know which ones they are, but I had been wearing them. I'd been home, was playing cards with my wife. Happened to look at my phone. It's like 17 messages from free chats or something like that. Didn't really think anything of it. Um, these things happen. Then I opened them, opened the WhatsApp, and uh, I have a, a group for basketball team I play for I have a group for my close friends who are basically all basketball players also and they I thought they were making a joke about Kobe Bryant having died and I, I couldn't work it out and I kind of stared at my phone for a few minutes not really processing anything and then I blurted out to my wife Kobe Bryant's died she snatched up her phone immediately went on Google I went on Google trying to find out what the joke was, why people were saying this, and unfortunately discovered that there was no joke. And Kerry Bryant had died, and then we later found out his daughter, Gianna, Gigi, she was 13, she had also died, and I think there were nine other people on board, other children as well. And that hit me very hard um, for anyone who hasn't heard me say it before I know I do talk about it too much for a podcast or for a Twitter account that's about the Song of Ice and Fire um, basketball is the love of my life 
it's been the basis of my life since I was eight. It's kind of given me everything I have, the friends, where I live, personalities, how I met my wife. Um, wouldn't be here without it, I know that much, for sure. I wouldn't be here without Kobe Bryant, I can tell you that. Um, he's been my hero. I always like to say Michael Jordan got me in the NBA, Michael Jordan Space Jam. Kobe Bryant kept me there when I first became aware of what was going on. He was young with the Afro, playing with Shaq, the Lakers, a free Pete. And um been in love with him ever since. Right through there, through his eighty one point game, second title run, the end of the Achilles and his final game and everything after as well. He's been very close to my heart and he's my hero. And um, and he's gone. And um, I know there's something to be said about kind of ridiculousness of idolization and uh, deifying of someone I've never met, obviously, and uh, someone who clearly had no idea of my existence. And I'm well aware that my grief and depression and nothing, not a uh, drop in the ocean compared to that of people who actually did know him, played with him, friends of him. Obviously, his parents, his wife Vanessa, his three surviving daughters, one of whom is, I think, seven months old. Obviously, never even got a chance to know her father. I'm not trying to compare anything to that. I'm not really trying to do anything, if I'm honest with you. I don't think there's any um, point in me talking to you. I just am, because like I said, I haven't really been able to speak for a little while. Um, Didn't reply to my basketball team and my friends didn't reply when my sister or my mother texted me because they obviously know uh, they were around when I was a kid and had his posters and everything else didn't really say anything to my wife because I had no desire to speak I haven't really had much desire to do anything did not sleep very well it's one of those sleeps where you don't think you've been asleep because you've just had one recurring thought over and over again and that was me, just thinking about Kobe and, and what's happened. Um, a lot of tears, both downstairs in front of my wife and my poor puppy. I came upstairs, unpacked my white Lakers jersey in 2011. I've had packed away, still got the labels on it, got that out, kind of clutched that, got out my signed poster, my... Kobe biography is on my left as we speak and had just a cry on my own this morning unfortunately no better dog walk found a real nice spot away from town and no other people was able to just kind of look at the sky and and say goodbye and uh, imagine Kobe and Gigi on the other side together and um still a, just a bit of a breakdown and just had to kind of kneel down in the field <laughs> with my dog and cry especially because I've been looking through Twitter and looking through Reddit and everything and there's a lot of videos if you look at the NBA whatsoever a lot of tributes last night but a lot of videos of grown men from 20 to 70 crying on a basketball court crying while they're trying to perform their jobs coaches that I've been watching for 20 years not being able to get through an interview 
and that obviously hits hard. Um, I've been very, very, very invested in the NBA for years. Uh, I would crush it on Mastermind, let me assure you. I know more about the NBA than I know anything else, definitely, easily. And um, there's a real sense of community. And again, I, I, I've seen a few of these players. I haven't met them. I don't know any of them, obviously. But to see that raw emotion, because uh, they've lost their hero for a lot of them, uh, in our day and age, Kobe was there, Michael Jordan. They grew up watching him, same as me. And the idea that he's gone, especially considering he was the tough guy who could play for anything, snapped his Achilles and just kind of pinched it together, walked over and took two free throws and then walked off the floor. It shouldn't be physically possible, but it was for him. And it doesn't seem right or fair doesn't really make any sense to me I just keep wanting it to not be true um, again I'm very lucky I've not really had to deal with bereavement or grief and not in this manner not in, a, in like an accident for anyone so young I've definitely never had to look at my phone and see that kind of news I'm very lucky I realise not everyone most people aren't, aren't that lucky it does also mean I don't really know how to deal with it. And just know I'm depressed, I'm angry. It just doesn't seem fair. Especially given Kobe's been retired for four years now and he's really found a second life. He has found a second life. I suppose I should use past tense. And he was getting into coaching his daughter his daughter wanted to play in the WNBA she was 13, she was getting really good you could see highlights of her on on, on the internet and Kobe taking her to NBA games and explaining to her and coaching her she had that same approach to her dad and, um, and that makes it all the harder obviously for to lose a child as well on top of everything else and you could see how happy Kobe was doing that and that's not that's not all he's been providing such in-depth analysis uh, and his like, details and detail of Kobe Bryant and um, real advocate for the women's game as well I think that's important he won an Oscar <laughs> the man can just do anything and, and it makes me so sad and kind of lost I really didn't I can't there's no question of me doing scraps and skulls today I don't want to write I don't really want to do anything I don't want to eat I don't have any desire I haven't even been able to talk like I said because everything just seems so wrong because I'm now in a world without my hero hero in it and you know, he's only 41 he's 12 years older than me and like I say he has four children his wife and everything else and there was a lot more to give he was already a lot of people have said online he's already transitioned really well into like that elder statesman role for the NBA he was back around LeBron passed him on the all time scoring list on the all time scoring list the day before so he was in the news a lot and he was really happy and supportive of LeBron and he was involved in the NBA community you could just foresee him doing this for 30 more years this wasn't supposed to happen yet I was supposed to have 40 more years of seeing him at the finals and the all-star game and stuff like that this just isn't supposed to happen 
It just doesn't make sense to me at all. I assume it's the kind of thing people must have felt when John Lennon got shot or when Michael Jackson died. And I'm too young to know about John Lennon and stuff, but I, I know it's just weirder because because we've seen him be so dominant physically and just not be knocked down by injuries and go out with that mentality. I think that's what I appreciate about him most and a lot of people appreciate about him most is that work ethic, famous work ethic. The guy was insane. He was clinically insane about how prepared he would be, about how detailed he would be. Get sleep in for like three hours, get up, work out. He's the best of the best of the best. So I, I know I'm just repeating stuff that people with more knowledge of that would can say. I'm just trying to express because that's what I tried to take from him. It's just just be the hardest worker, just hustle more, just want it more, compete harder than anyone else and stuff like skill and size really become secondary after that. I tried to take that, yeah, I could only go so far with Pascal, so I tried to take that into everything, just have the hard work ethic, that's what got me through doing the castles, but writing the book, is what everyone should put in their day, is that mammoth mentality, he called it, and you can't knock that. The, it was the right way to play basketball, it was the right way to approach life. This was a really intelligent, eloquent guy. He spoke like four languages or something like that. Real um, passionate about philosophy and approach to life and how to act. And I never found anywhere I could disagree with him on that. It's just tough. It's just been a constant in my life. Since I was a child, and I've, I thought I'd be a bit older before I had to start waving goodbye to childhood idols. And then I guess the closest I could say was when Terry Pratchett died. So Terry Pratchett, that was rough as well. But so Terry was old and ill, with all due respect. He was older, he'd been ill for a while. You could kind of expect it. This is something different Kobe didn't have a illness no, no one even tried to hurt him it's just fate horrible horrible fate and it really it gets you it really gets you and it's the shock of it the people, the people in my basketball team and my friends are saying they're legitimately in shock and I guess I must have been as well hence the not talking and the crying and stuff like that and I don't know really what to do because I think what makes me saddest is now every time I look at this jersey or this poster or that biography, every time I look at one of his highlights on YouTube, which I still do all the time, there's just going to be this innate sadness at the tragedy of it. It would be one thing to lose him when he was older if he'd been ill, but like this, it just seems so wrong. I just can't get my head around it. And there's a million stats and highlights I could share with you if you've got this far you probably know them all already they're all over the internet you don't need me I just remember I remember being in year 8 12 years old in an IT class with like a, a box computer I don't know what it was probably like Windows 98 or something like that and I don't know what we were doing probably trying to learn how to use Word or some crap like that and I remember just sneaking onto NBA.com and Kobe Bryant had passed 20,000 points, youngest player, or 25,000, I don't know. And um, 
I just remember all the way through his career, everything. I was so invested. It's Phoenix, the playoffs, 81 point game, obviously. That second title run with Gasol and Odom. For like three years, I did not miss a Lakers game. I was absolutely obsessed with them. Absolutely obsessed. And I live in England and they normally play in California. So their games came on 3.30 in the morning. Didn't matter to me. I had stayed up every single one. 82 regular season plus playoffs for like three years when they won those two titles. Uh, it's the reason I've got such a shit degree mark. <laughs> so always watching Lakers games instead. And I would not trade that, I tell you now. And especially 2010 playoffs have never been, never lived or died by one team's performance as I did with those guys. The background on my computer and all that jazz and um, final series against the Celtics. I could not have been more invested and then I had these tiny Laker shorts from when I was a kid I was wearing for good luck. When they won game seven and uh, Kobe did the, the famous pose up on the up on the table, arms wide out, basket in one hand. I went and leapt over my fence, ran down my road in my little English town, just kind of screaming and whooping with delight. It was like 5.30 in the morning. Fast forward six years to his retirement game. I remember watching that with my wife. I was crying then too because the guy just meant so much to me, so much to the NBA. He's a real cult figure, he's a legend uh, unto himself. And I mean, there's so many pieces you can go and read about him on the internet now. That's what I've been doing, spending most of my morning doing. And they're also much more eloquent and more put together than I am. Um, and I guess I should just say thank you for listening to me and let me get this off my chest. I tweeted some stuff out yesterday and everyone's been real nice. I've got a Facebook status up and people, I mean, you know, half my Facebook friends are people I've played with all over the country and for the last 20 years and they've been putting up similar things and people who didn't play basketball just knew me as a kid they've been saying stuff as well because they know what know what it meant to me then what it means to me now I guess they maybe they know what it's like to lose your hero as well it's a really big moment it's one of the biggest days in NBA history certainly one of the darkest there's some stupid stat like, I mean the, the NBA is like 75 years old only three MVPs have died and Obviously, the previous two Wilk Chamberlain and Moses Malone, they were of age. Um, Kobe Bryant was not. And neither was his daughter or the other poor people on that helicopter. We would have, there's no doubt in my mind, Gigi, we probably would have seen her in the WNBA. I think uh, Kobe was on Jimmy Kimmel talking about how she wanted to come and be the Kobe of the WNBA. She had a a tenth of her dad's passion and dedication. There's no no chance of her not doing that. We won't get to see it. We won't get to see him. He was going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this summer. I would have been tuning, up, tuning in live for that speech, I can tell you. Obviously not now. and I'm sure the NBA will continue to do tributes and something at the All-Star Game, something at the Hall of, Hall of Fame and whatever else. And that's great. Um... It's not as good as having him here, is it? Um, 
I don't know how long I'll feel like this. I suppose a part of me always will. Because I'm always going to miss him. I'm always going to want him here. <laughs> want him back. Um, I think the only thing to do going forward is just remember his life as a player, as a father, as everything else. Try and honour Gigi as well. And try and take his approach forward and just live a life that would, uh, he would approve of. And I guess that's just the best way to honour him. It's really the only option I have to thank him because, like I say, I wouldn't have anything I have. And, okay, I spend a lot more time talking about books and made-up stuff now, and that's great. I wouldn't have had the confidence to do that without everything that's come before. I wouldn't be here at all. Kobe's got me out of some real rough times. And it's his determination, his ferocity. I tried to emulate that when I was a kid. Playing basketball, I'd get up, crack a door, and just go and shoot free throws and stuff like that. That's one the only... Uh, I've only really got two... Um, not even talents, two, two good qualities. And one is my... I've got a real good memory, but I haven't. That's not by choice. It's just there. And the other is I think I've got a real good work ethic. It's true. I was voted laziest student in sixth form, but no one worked harder at being lazy than me. So I like to say, but really, it's just I have a good work ethic for stuff I'm interested in. I worked real, real hard at basketball when I was a kid. I still do now, to be fair, if I'm honest. Um, I worked real, real hard at. Yeah, Castle's book and stuff like that and I wouldn't be like that without Kobe, not at all. I wouldn't have any of my wife or house or any of that. So whatever your your opinions or whether you're into sports or whatever I don't know. Um send some thoughts to the Bryant family and the NBA community. And um I'm going to just try and stop crying every couple of minutes if I can. You know what it is. You get that like hot feeling at the end of your nose. You feel it. And, um, yeah, we'll go forward, I guess. Hopefully it will stop seeming so unfair. I really doubt it. But Thank you for letting me get this off my chest. I don't know when... Normal service will be resumed. Perhaps tomorrow I will um, put up scraps and scrolls. In the meantime, thank you for kind thoughts. I'm sure a lot of you, some of you at least, would be hurting as well. It's, whether you're a fan or not, there's no arguing it's a tragedy and it's a horrible thing to happen. I know a lot of you are parents and I can only imagine how much this must scare you. Um, and yeah... I really don't like, like I say, I've got thoughts and prayers and stuff like that. Just try and, first of all, just appreciate. Let's just appreciate what we have because he was 41. All the money in the world, all the talent in the world, and that ultimately didn't save him. So just appreciate what you have. Don't focus on things you don't like. Don't waste your time worrying. I'm the worst person in the world for worrying and getting down on myself. And maybe this is a, a wake up call to not do that. 
just embrace everything you have and what you love and go at it with that mentality. My apologies to Shia to shut off the, the uh, podcast for a minute. I guess I did do some editing in the end. It's got a little bit too emotional for me. I'm having a bit of a cry, especially just thinking about the the tributes they had last night. Um, if you can hear snuffling in the background, it's because I've had to bring Puppy up to keep me company. Um, tributes, commentators, uh, like I mentioned earlier, but the crowd breaking into Kobe chants, MVP chants, and I, I've got no idea how. I don't know why the NBA made them play. I don't know how those people went out there and did that. And uh, when someone who's even more important to them than he is to me is gone, and like I say, um, just a legend beyond legends and something completely separate to everyone else, um, his drive and passion for life and longevity and loyalty and all of it. Um, success obviously as well but um, just an amazing basketball player an amazing human and his daughter as well and everyone else on board and uh, I, I know I've not been very um, I can't even think of the word I haven't sounded good <laughs> this isn't coherent maybe I will think of something else to say in the following days that sounds a bit better like I say there are um, more talented people who've done so who've written so um, people who've been on sports shows etc saying these lovely wonderful things force bigger than nature that's what he was is unmatched force of will force of personality dedication to winning dedication now to raising his doors and uh, helping causes out all of it and there's a lot of people saying you know he's got he's actually more likable after he's retired think about the career he's had that's pretty it's pretty impressive um yeah and I, I just can't think of those tributes to be honest with you without crying here in the arenas shout out his name again um, we'll see it again i'm sure all-star hall of fame finals like i say he's not going anywhere um, someone I don't I'm very sorry I don't remember who tweeted it but someone was saying you can already see him around the league and all these other players in there how they move their techniques their work ethics um, and obviously more uh, blatant tributes and the numbers and their shoes and stuff like that and yeah Kobe we were forever he shouldn't have to be remembered for a tragedy unfortunately he we should have just been able to remember his career for many long years with him yet before we had to say goodbye. But as it is, hopefully we can, together as an NBA family and community and culture, just move past the tragedy and remember um, what he gave us, what he could have given us, what the Bryant family together gave us and how they supported him and themselves. And uh, without a doubt, it's one of the biggest days in NBA history for the the wrong reasons but this one we share and get through together as much as I'm involved in some of Ice and Fire community and uh, it's given me lots of things the NBA is really part of my blood and bone um, and Kobe Bryant's been a big part of that and I guess all I can really offer is um, 
like I say, go out and appreciate your life, live it to the first of it as Kobe would. And uh, forever Lakers, forever LA, forever Kobe. <laughs>